Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, located in Kingston, New Jersey. We are a wealth management firm. <clears throat> I am joined today with Sabrina Moon, and I met Sabrina at a women's event in New York City last year and was instantly impressed with her story. And that's why I'm so pleased today to share with you on our podcast. I think Sabrina's story works so well with so many of us who have come to this country in our first generations and really didn't look back. They jumped in the water and they took it upon themselves. Sabrina, welcome so much for joining us today. And I wanted to ask you, what in, was your journey in finding yourself when you, you know, you started, you came to this country? Can you share with us a little bit about your history and background? I think it will give our listeners a real feel of who you are and what you've accomplished. Um, thank you, Susan, first of all, for inviting me. I feel very honored. Um, so I started, um, I, I would think that my journey started with coming to the United States at age of 16, which I think was 1992. So that kind of gives my age away. Um, um, so I came out here not really knowing what I, what I expect. And I think people kind of do things when they don't really know what they're getting into, because if you do too, too much, then you get too fearful and, and be afraid and not do it. So in my case, I kind of jumped right in. I actually lived with my uncle and aunt for like the first few years to kind of get settled. My family still lives in uh, Korea, which is where I'm from. Um, so I went to high school here in college, and then eventually I ended up getting a job with uh, Hyundai Motor America, which is a American uh, sales and marketing arms of Hyundai Motor Company in Korea. And um, this is a job that kind of um, came about to me by accident, because even though I grew up with uh, my dad, who was in the business as a supplier to a car company back in Korea, uh, growing up, I never really wanted to be part of the business and really did everything I could to not be in the business. But somehow you just kind of fall into things. <laughs> you um, do. You do. I agree. Yeah. And, and as young people, often we, we, I always caution because I think that I was guilty of that it's, you have to be careful what you say you're never going to do because you wind up. But was it frightening for you when you decided you were going to just launch out and come to a new country? And what was going through your mind when you decided to make this huge decision? So um, a lot of people that have known me since I was a child will attest to this. I've always had this aspiration to know what's out there because, you know, I grew up in a very small uh, country with a lot of people. You know, Seoul, in many ways, reminds me of Manhattan because that's just what it is. A lot of people, a lot of cars, a lot of high-rise buildings, at least when I was growing up. So I grew up reading a lot of books on encyclopedia about other countries. So I think I just had a lot of imaginations about what it's like to be out there. So I just kind of went right in. And and a lot of, you know, trials and tri tribulations, I mean, you go through and sometimes you wish that, like, how did I, you know, even think to come here? Because when I first got here, I really rarely, I mean, didn't speak any English at all, right? Besides what you, what little you learn in English class, right? So it took me about six months to really struggle to learn another language. Um, and, you know, not to mention the fact that in high school, you know, kids can be mean. And so I think I used to get made fun of, but I was pretty determined to learn the language and assimilate. So it got to a point where um, I was able to adjust and, um, 
you know, kind of try to be a normal high school kid and, and college, you know, kids who just kind of, you know, goes through whatever life that, that you go through at that juncture of your life, right? Um, so, you know, some of it was just awe, some of it was just inspiration, some of it was just being daring, right? And you, but and I don't have any are. Are. Having, having met you, Trina, yeah. you are amazing. And, and not only that, but yes, you took the knowledge that you had gathered from your father's industry, but then you kind of launched it. And um, I know that you have a very impressive career right now. You're, I know you're a retail processing improvement manager for a large um, car company. What is it like here? You've come to a country, you've had to start from scratch, you learned the language, you built yourself. Now you're in a, a pretty powerful career. What would you tell other women um, who maybe haven't had even as difficult of a start as you have um, of the positives that you have found in working in a male-dominated industry and what you maybe the gifts you bring to it as a female in that industry? Um, I guess I would say some of it is, I think, I mean, I know it sounds, it's going to sound like a cliche, but really having open mind about uh, what you think you know or you don't know, I think is a big thing. Because again, like, you know, I've kind of gone through a journey. I mean, I've spent my, you know, I just celebrated 15 years with Hyundai. So I've been here for a long time and I've done many different jobs. Um, really started out as a college grad, just starting from the bottom up. And um, along the way, I learned a lot um, in terms of perspective because um, I spent some time in corporate office doing what I do, launching a lot of programs. And then I came out here three years ago in our regional office that covers Northeast. And actually being out in the quote-unquote field, working with our dealers and our regional um, staff managers and field folks, that really opened my eyes up to uh, things that you thought you knew but you didn't know. And um, so that's one. And Culturally, uh, this is such a big country that even though um, you think that people are all the same, they really aren't. So going from California to New York, um, there's just different um, aspects of people that you're dealing with, right? Yeah. So that's another thing you learn. But I think as a woman, um, and I will say this is still very much a uh, quote-unquote uh, old boys network, a lot of men, uh, a lot of times when I go into a dealership, or going to uh, market meetings, I'm often one of the very, very few women, if not only women, present in the room. And um, I have a pretty um, small stature. I'm a small statured woman, so you know, Asian woman at five two and a quarter height um, and pretty petite size. They kind of look at you when you speak because I also have an accent. So I think a lot of these uh, dealers that are, you know, tend to skew towards uh, middle to um, middle age to in their 50s, 60s, uh, white male tend to look at me like, what is this a little woman going to tell me about my business that I don't already know, right? Mm -hmm. So I think as a woman, um, that could be intimidating, but I've learned that um, I think it's like with anything, whether you're woman or men, Regardless, I think if you're able to find some common ground and forge a relationship, then they tend to listen. And if you're able to um, help them with something that they're doing, um, then usually 
you know, they open up because at the end of the day, they want to be helped and do better right. in their business. And I think what I'm able to say that helps them, that obviously builds my credibility with them. I agree with you. And I think as a woman and also in a male dominated industry, I, I think that some of the men I've met throughout my career have sometimes been my biggest ambassadors and um, we're so receptive of ideas. I think the other thing it brings to firms is a different and, and kudos to your firm because they realize this in putting you in that position so that you bring a different aspect to it, and yet you gain such knowledge from those who have prior experience. So it, it really is a win-win in corporations, and, and you seem to have fit the role of being very receptive to new ideas and, and also willing um, to stand in there and give your ideas. Um, and so I think that the, the gift we have lately is so many more um, companies and corporations are welcoming that feedback and wel welcoming, um, you know, difference of thought and opinions. And as a result, it, it causes business to grow. Um, you have been so um, helpful today, but I have one last question. If, if you know of a young woman or you were a young woman listening to this today or even a, a grandmother or a mother who has a daughter or someone who has just come to our country, what would be the one thing you would tell the women that you think um, they should to, to kind of focus on to make themselves more successful or feel more empowered as they journey through their careers? So um, what I would say is, and I would say this, um, this is um, by far, in my opinion, one of the best countries in the world. And I say that um, even though I haven't been to other um, all the other countries in the world, because what this country has that other countries often don't have is melting pot of people from all different cultures and languages, right? So it kind of, um, in some ways, could be um, conflicting because many different cultures and people just trying to understand um, how to understand each other. But at the same time, it also opens up to people uh, understanding and finding out about other cultures without having to go elsewhere. And um, another thing about this country is the fact that people do, um, to to large degree, I think, feel like they can have second chance um, if you can try, which is, I think is why this is one country where still a lot of people uh, immigrate. So what I would say is, as women, don't worry about your accent. Don't worry about the fact that you're a woman in a you know world where a lot of men are still dominating in their different businesses, um, in the industry, whatever they may be. But be proud of the fact that um, you have something really, truly great to offer, which is different perspective you bring in, not only as a woman uh, and female perspective, but if you come from different culture, that cultural knowledge that you have, chances are wherever you go, you're going to find somebody who either share that culture or people who don't know, but they have to work with uh, people from other cultures that, and they will be able to appreciative of the knowledge you have. And especially in my industry, we need a lot of women because as the world is changing, business practices are changing and people, um, are no longer, um, accepting of the traditional way of buying vehicles. So when I go to dealerships and other places, um, dealer principals are dying to hire quality women, but they just, can't get enough of them. And oftentimes when I do see few women that are working in our industry, they're usually the top sales um, 
a person in their dealership or they're the top grossing individual or whatever the case may be. And because of the fact that women generally, and I'm grossly generalizing, are generally um, more understanding, in my opinion, and they can negotiate better. I think they're better listeners. And women can also um, adapt uh, better in many different situations because, you know, as women, we all know that we juggle in our lives and, and take on different roles and we multitask, right? So all those things are very, very good qualities that um, dealer owners want. So I highly encourage um, anybody who's out there looking to get into my industry or to work to um, give it a chance because you know, women are in, de- in demand right now. They are. Sabrina, I, I can't thank you enough today for joining us. You were so open and so transparent and so willing to share not only your journey, but to also ask other women to kind of think out of the box and say, I think I might be able to do this. Um, and what, what is it that I love and where is my passion that I can form a career. So I, I really appreciate your joining us today. It was it, This was a lot of fun just listening to your journey. I know that we met at lunch and I was awed by um, how how outgoing you were and how willing you were to share with other women. And that's why I wanted to share your story with our listeners. And I want to thank everyone else today for tuning in to our episodes of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, podbeamwomensrodeo.com for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.